Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Zyra. Ooh. Ooh. What's popping? What's cracking? We didn't really have much of a catch up last episode or nah. the last two episodes. Yeah. Um, We didn't talk about Columbia, but that's okay because we're here. We're ready to talk about it. And all in all, we had a wonderful time. A great time. I feel like I always say this because I'm like, I'm ready to move here. Like, every time yeah. we go somewhere, I'm like, I'm ready to move. But in all actuality, I would legit move <laughs> and go to Colombia. We loved it. The people, were, the people were nice. The food was delicious. Like, I have never gone on a trip and liked everything that I ate. But, like, in Colombia, literally everything was so good. And the crazy part about it is that everything was so cheap. Like, I mean, cheap to us because of the U.S. money. But, like, the first day we went out to eat, it was a party of five. And the bill was, like, 40 U.S. dollars. And we had, like, steak, <laughs> little salad, french fries, like, big, like, big meat. And- like, I'm the fillets. <laughs> like, the shit was bussing. Mm-hmm. And I thought like they were lying when they said it was that much. No, yeah, it was it was crazy. I mean, it took Jojo a while to like do the calculations because okay, so <clears throat> for how you call it? Okay, so one U.S. dollar over here in the U.S. is four thousand pesos over there. Mm-hmm. So everything seemed really big. So like. We'll go to a grocery store. We spent 78,000 pesos. The thousands were really fucking So me I told up. I was like, don't even think about the thousands. Just think about it as like the number, 78. So if they tell you 78,000, you give them a $100 bill, which is 100,000 pesos. Um, but yeah, things were literally so cheap, very affordable. Like we loved it, honestly. And like even for the two of us, I feel like we spent money, but it wasn't, like, ridiculous. Like, no. we we also did a lot. Like, we got a couple's massage for $80 for Period. the both of us. Crazy. We got tattoos. I paid. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know they're going to see that, babe. <laughs> just, you'll just see a sneak peek. Listen, I already got the video ready to go for Patreon. So, <laughs> you know, we coming back. Just in case y'all was wondering. Right. You know, summer's over. I know the holidays are setting in, but, uh-huh. you know, we working on it. We coming back. And I already got vlogs on deck ready to pop up. So just be ready. Yeah. So got tattoos. Um, we did so much. We went to La Piedra, which is in Guatape, which is like super, super, super high rock with 650-ish um stairs and you just go up go up 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 and you see like a beautiful view that was like two hours away from Medellin which is where we were at we took like a little boat ride oh my god we did so much that day yeah and I loved it literally every day that we got up we got into something mm-hmm. and honestly that was like I don't know it was refreshing to an extent because I feel like most times when we go on vacation, we're usually like partying and relaxing, depending on where we go. Mm-hmm. A lot of the vacations that we've taken have been um, like 
resort vacations. And you know, when you go to resorts, you just, you're doing whatever is accessible Mm -hmm. there. Might get on an excursion. We do excursions usually. And that's where we get our fun from. But like this time it was just like, okay. I feel like when we take vacations with people we know, we get more out of it Mm -hmm. to an extent. Because we're not doing the same old regular, regular like, um, like resorts shit, you mm-hmm. know? Like we're actually doing things. I think it's also like, I mean, as gay couples, I feel like you always have to watch your back everywhere you're going. And like with Colombia, it's kind of like the same thing. I mean, people know you're not from there, regardless if you speak Spanish, because my Spanish is different than their Spanish. And they could just tell, I mean, by the way that you dress, obviously, but. Um, I was told, like, be careful with, like, what jewelry you wear and, like, you know, don't wear too too much flashy things. So we just kept note of that because even in the Dominican Republic, when I go, like, I don't really be rocking any, like, fancy stuff because I just know that they can literally snatch it. And they do this thing because they are on pasolas, like little motorcycles. They could just snatch it as you're wa- walking and they'll drive away. Next thing you know, you're on the on the fucking floor because they want like your phone or like your fucking chain or anything like that. So you always got to be careful with with that everywhere you go. Honestly, like even Europe, when I went to Europe, they did a lot of pickpocketing over there a lot. So it's not just, you know, not just these Spanish countries or whatever. But, But yeah, we did so many things. Another thing was I was so shocked by like how cheap the Ubers were. Like I'm talking like. Okay, so we were we stayed in my sister's Airbnb, which is super nice. If y'all want all the details, I'll like add the link. But it wasn't a good place because it wasn't it wasn't right in the touristy spot, but it wasn't far from it. So it was I want to say like a fifteen minute Uber ride from El Poblado, which is like where all the clubs and restaurants are at. So many. It be popping so all day, every day. It's like streets and streets and streets of clubs and restaurants, even on the weekdays, mm-hmm. and. The Uber rides were like $3, like max, like maybe $9, like US dollars. Like I was shocked. I was like, when I looked at my account and I got the notification, I was like, oh shit. But um, they also do have taxis. But since it was a party of five. It was hard to get a taxi. Bro, big they have a- such small cars over there, like really tiny cars. Yeah. They do, they cannot fit five people. So <laughs> we would always have to order like a Uber Comfort, which is apparently for big groups. But that wasn't always the case. It was a hit or miss though. Yeah. Because then it was like, I don't know if it's like a law thing or if some people just weren't comfortable with carrying too many. But even when they had enough for five, they were only taking four. Yeah, it was weird. But I mean, yeah. it's like it's like we fit, but like really tight mm-hmm. type of thing. But the taxis were okay. I did feel like at times I didn't know if I could trust them because one, they didn't know where they were going. So they had to use my GPS. Yeah. And two, they were like throw prices and then i'm like i see you taking the long way like i don't know if this is working like i feel like you're trying to play me so i recommend doing uber um uber everywhere (laughs) another thing that i found crazy cheap was nails like doing your nails so me and jojo bear with me because you guys know i do not do nails like that like if you watch the podcast i barely ever have acrylics on and if it looks like i do they're probably press-ons because this shit getting crazy expensive but so me and jojo we got a pedicure a gel pedicure Mm -hmm. we also had to remove the gel that we currently had on our pedicure which is obviously an added cost then we both got um 
like we wanted to do like matching nails. So if you follow us on social media, we have like the same colors. But I got acrylics with gel and Jojo just got gel. But like we have some designs or whatever. 54 US dollars total for the both of us. For the ped the two pedicures, the gel removal, the acrylics, the gel uh, manicure, and design. Baffled because you know here fifty four dollars is not enough. Like maybe you'll get that's to like that's to maybe get a pedicure. No, that's to get a pedicure. That can definitely, but then maybe to clean your mat, like do like a mani with like no gel, no color, nothing. Just, I don't even think that. I would think just a pedicure. You think with that, the added tip? Oh, true, true, true. The tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pedicure would be like thirty five dollars. Some wash yeah. it, but baffled that's why i was like now nah, we gotta get our nails done here because if it's not now it's never yeah i wasn't even really trying to get my feet done in all actuality when she had planned to do it and she was speaking of it, i was like uh that's okay you and your sisters could go i don't i was like I, no. I, not that i don't mind getting my nails done but i was just like uh that's just too many bodies to be sitting and waiting for and it's like you know it's not like there's that many texts so i was like i'll just wait and then she made me go anyway and I was like, okay, I'll get my nails done, but I'll leave my feet because I still have polish from the last time we got our feet done. And she was like, mm, no, you're going to get your feet done. And I was like, okay. Yeah, well, we had, I had to stall her for a little bit because my sister, I had ordered like this cake from this like Instagram page that I found. Mad cute. It was mad cute. And, and you saw yeah. it, you saw it. It was it was good too. Like the cake was good. It was the number twenty nine twenty nine. Wow, you turned twenty nine. You turned twenty nine. Oh girl. Um <laughs> it was like a little cake, like a little breakfast stand type of thing. It had a little orange juice, balloons, <laughs> whatever. And then I had gotten some decorations from Amazon and then I told my sisters if they could do it. So they did it while we were getting our nails done. So I just needed to do something with you to get out of yeah. the house. Now was get up early as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be like that. All in all, though, mm-hmm. I had never eaten so much good food in my life. In one, I feel like when we've done vacations, it's either like one spot was really good or like in certain resorts, sometimes nothing was good and you fucking starve yourself. The we've worst. done that before, but... Every place that we ate from, there was not a single plate we did not finish. Everything was good. And mm-hmm. it wasn't even like a... I was I was thinking, I was like, wow, the people who live here must just be used to the shits. Like, they could probably sit here and eat this plate and eat the same plate from somewhere else and be like, yeah, that missed this and this was better. And I was like, we wouldn't tell different. We would think they're both delicious. Mm-hmm. But like, I've really never eaten so many things... In an entire week that I loved mm-hmm. every single meal. We, yeah. it, it felt like we were eating extra at this point. Yeah, I was like, wow, we're definitely going to gain some pounds. We were eating three, like, no, we were three, eating like four, four times a day. Like, Yeah, like four times a day. Like my sister's man, we would be eating somewhere, right? And then on the way home, he's like, all right, what y'all want to order? Like yeah. we'll, we'll also order a lot of food. They don't have Uber Eats, but they have like their own thing called Happy. And clutch, they will come in super fast with your food or like anything, anything you need from the really? grocery store. Any little thing, they got you. They were drinking, so like 
7 <laughs> 7 a.m. Yeah. one day. I was like, I'm not with that. Um, and they had ordered like liquor, and the liquor came for like 15 minutes, apparently. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, are Clutch. crazy. Clutch. Still drunk in the morning. Yeah. Um, I trust and believe that I will be back to Medellin maybe this year. Who knows? Yeah. I'm trying to stay here for like a month or so. No, that's how much we loved it. Like, in all honesty, we had a really good experience. And I recommend anyone go if you can. Um, Tickets, like plane tickets weren't that bad. I want to say we spent like 500 and something dollars each um, with American Airlines. And obviously there was a stop because for some reason from Jersey and from Philly, there's no straight um, flights. I think from JFK there is, but I would never drive over there but um yeah word all right so it is hispanic heritage month it started september 15th and it's all the way until october 15th and obviously this is an lgbtq podcast but we're both latinas so we just wanted to highlight like some lgbtq icons that are latinas Mm mm-hmm so the first one I have is Young Miko. Baby Miko. If you don't listen to her, you gotta start. Like you really like she's big. Like she's been with Carol G. She's been with so many like artists like on stage. She's been with um Bad Bunny. Like she's out here and she just has this little swag to her. She's dating like some I think she's like a Miss Universe or something. Like a I'm model. just hopping on a bandwagon because we got a gay Spanish artist. Right. Like, I feel like we don't get that too often. Shout out to Snow the Product. Yep. She's actually pretty dope, too. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you either know her or you don't. Yeah. You know, I feel like where it's different for, like, Baby Miko, where, my fault, Young Miko, same shit, where they're, like, I don't know, more, like, I don't don't know how to say it. They're just more known, I feel like. Mm Mm-hmm. To where Snow the product is like, again, you either know her or you don't. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she has actually really good, good music. She does, and she's like, she. I don't know if she just got on, got off tour, but she was on tour. She also has her own podcast. Maybe one day we'll get lucky enough to to meet her. <laughs> right. Um, but that's another one. Uh, she's Mexican, and oh, I said we didn't say Young Miko's Puerto Rican. Um, the other person that I have is Sarah Ramirez. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you don't know who that is, that is Callie Torres from Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Oh, my God. hmm I still, I love them. Yeah. I love them a lot till this day. They did a big change, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, a, a, you know, like a flip. Yeah. Quite like the transition, but. Physically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But all in all, I love how they continued to be like not only did it like bleed into their life where mm-hmm. it was just like oh wow like that awakening was legit that yeah. that really you know became a part of me um and it shed light on that part of them mm-hmm. but at the same time they continue to um like portray that character yeah like they're that advocate on tv yeah, because they ended up on Sex in the City. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, for on the, the new, on the, for new, the new one. Yeah, okay, on the okay, new okay. one. Uh huh. Which apparently, I if I'm not mistaken, the the chick 
Sarah ends up dating mm-hmm. is apparently real life gay too. I'm not sure. Really? Yeah. I love that when it comes mm-hmm. to light and they're actually gay yeah. for real in real for life real. or like queer in real life. Yeah, so sad when they're not. Ugh, like it, It's a little disappointing, but it's like, whatever. I was attached to the character. Right. Let me not get ahead of myself. Right. It would be too much of me to think that they're actually gay in real life. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure they enjoyed living that life. Mm-hmm. They're also Mexican. And then the last person, you want to say it? India Moore. You know who that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I just want to make sure I said it right. If you don't know who that is, that is Angel from Pose. Yeah, we talked about polls before. If you haven't watched, I don't know what to tell you. But they are a transgender, non-binary actor, and they from they're from Haiti, Puerto Rico, and Dominican. Love that. Mm-hmm. I actually follow them, and I am obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. I have an obsession problem. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I really have an obsession problem with TV characters, queer TV characters. You do. I do. I like really get involved in the storyline. Like mm-hmm. I'm invested. Yeah. And it's just like I don't know because at least for me, I like I I feel like I've said this before where I've grown up always watching movies and then eventually, you know, you get into the, at least that's all we had to do anyway was to watch movies when we were younger and then the older we got it was like television was a thing. So like MTV, BET, um what's the other one? VH1, you know. Mm-hmm. So whether watching music videos and live um performances to watching TV shows, TV shows were like a big thing for a little bit. I know movies always been a thing, but in my like teenage years TV was like the thing you know mm-hmm. you had to catch a show at eight o'clock thursday night every thursday if you were that invested and i was telling her how like me and my mom used to watch all different types of shows together like when that day came we knew gray's anatomy was coming on at eight o'clock mm-hmm. we already either had dinner or we're eating dinner and we're ready to watch this new episode for me of why like i'm so invested is because like I love all the little love stories and the love connections and stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. what's television or like movies without, uh, how you say that, like love interests. Yeah. And I think like that always kept me, It like not only is it entertaining, but it gives you like, I don't know, it creates this idea of like what you want for mm-hmm. love or something like that. Even though it can be false advertising, yeah. it's still like, eh, feeds into that picture perfect or like fairy tale idea if that's how how you've grown up mm-hmm. um and especially because i feel like love on this like love on the big screen and shit if you don't have that example at home that's just another way i guess to like live through that mm-hmm. and through those characters yeah so i'm here to tell you about some of my obsessions <laughs> <laughs> mostly lesbian obsessions i'm sorry um, I'm obsessed with some lesbian characters and I, my favorite first and foremost is Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. We know that. I love every, honestly, I love a good majority of the love interests in that show, mm-hmm. but Callie in Arizona were like top notch, mm-hmm. big deal. Yeah. I cried when they cried. I was happy when they were happy. Honestly, even before she got with Arizona, I was all for Torres. 
she kind of like reminded me of myself a little bit. But I was like, wow, like she popping her whole like, I don't know, just the person that she was. But I was obsessed with their with their relationship heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and then when they broke up, I was so sad. Yeah. It was a heartbreaker for real. Every time someone leaves Grey's Anatomy, I really want to know why they left. <laughs> like like what, real life? Yeah, like what was the real reason as to why they cut her off the show? Because they could have kept going. Yeah. Yeah, I think once they start taking people away, I'm, I'll become a little uninvested. Yeah. And like even with their relationship, I go back on like, honestly, I've watched Grey's Anatomy from the very beginning about three times. And it's always like a surprise every time I rewatch it as if it's my first time. But most times I rewatch it because of like the whole Callie and Arizona love story and a couple other love interests. But um, even when I was younger throughout like my teenage years where I was like still trying to actually figure out like if liking girls was a thing. Um, I don't know the the channel I used to show it on, but there used to be like another V. I don't know if it was VH1 or MTV. I don't know if you had the good cable. There was like this whole other channel that would show like all these teeny bopper shows. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I used to watch was Degrassi, and I had a couple like queer or like trying to figure out if they were queer um characters in there but south of nowhere was my biggest like i think that that was the breakthrough for me she doesn't know what all these are so i'm probably gonna be on my lonesome on my obsessions right now um (laughs) (laughs) Um, it doesn't help south of nowhere what is that so basically it was just a show based in if i'm not mistaken it might have been california this family moves from their little hometown Mm -hmm. into this bigger space city whatever and this girl is one girl and she has two brothers they go to this school she meets this girl and basically she ends up falling in love with this girl and she was straight she had never messed with any female Mm -hmm. um and the girl she ends up like falling for actually has had um relationships with other girls i Mm -hmm. believe she was bisexual okay so straight girl falls for the bisexual girl and then it's just it it gives like a it's it's like that teeny bopper toxic relationship Mm -hmm. but it shows so much into it like um basically like who and how people ended up accepting them and their relationship and mm-hmm. all the trials and tribulations of their relationship with the straight girl's mom mm-hmm. not accepting it and how it was tearing apart the family. It was yeah. so many things. Like, it was so much more than oh, just, really? like, yeah, it was so much more than just the love interest. It, it was really, they went to, through some shit. But, you know. Where is this on Netflix? No, it's not. And honestly, I keep trying to watch so it over. It? You have to, There's. it's nowhere for free. It's what? It's not South- free? No. Amazon has it, but you can you can only buy it. You could buy an episode or buy the season. If I think that's dumb. If it's not free, it's not for me. Yeah. The fuck? So you can't really find it anywhere. Well, it you says, might be able to find it on YouTube. It says on pay. Apple TV is $2 and on Amazon Prime Video is $2. Yeah, and- but they don't have the first season. They just have two and three. I don't know why. So dumb. Weird. Okay, I do have a few that she knows. 
that I had listed, but I'm going to continue <laughs> before we go over the ones that you actually know. Um, another TV show that I was obsessed with, lesbian relationship-wise, um, what the hell was it? Oh, Glee. Weird. You seen Glee? Okay, so, so not that it's weird, but I'm not a real musical kind of gal. Me neither. So... I fast forward. I literally that. so listen. If Enough I see, with the singing. If I see a glimpse of <laughs> a lesbian relationship or a woman You're loving it. woman relationship, I'm watching it. I'm looking it up. I'm figuring out where it's at, and I want to see it. And then I feel like I feel like I get played, mm-hmm. and it's like I led myself to get played mm. because when I see that, I'm thinking it's only focused on that no they're like there for like two seconds yeah and then when i go (laughs) and i invest my time into watching it it's like for what it was like maybe a kiss and a hug in there and a couple problematic uh arguments or conversations and that's it that's all the gay that i got yeah and that low-key makes me tight but Whatever. So Glee was one of those TV shows that I was like, oh my God, like not only is there a popping queer cheerleader, but she's Spanish. She passed away, right? Yeah. Rest in peace to her. Yeah. So I it was um Santana and Brittany. They were both cheerleaders. The one was seen to be ditzy, but she was she was cool. I actually fucked with her. But I really, really was just invested in Santana. I thought she was popping. And once I think somebody popping, I'm like, okay, I need to go see. But she was a little... Wasn't she mean in her character? Yeah, she was. Real, real bitchy. But I kind of <laughs> like them like that. <laughs> of course. Got like them a little mean or whatever. <laughs> but um, oh, yeah, I, I liked them. I was obsessed with them for a little bit. So a lot of skipping through the singing parts. Because the storyline was really good. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the 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 drama and shit that was going on, I was like, all right, like, I fuck with it. Another one is B and Allie from Wentworth. Oh, you yeah. know them. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, they were, they were interesting. So for those of you who don't know what Wentworth is, <laughs> I'm going to give you guys a list of shit. Did like, you put... I have a link on here that we're going to add that gives mm-hmm. all these uh, queer, um, queer lesbian, shows yeah, and queer yeah, lesbian relationships within certain shows. Oh, okay, okay. And I actually have a list of some that wasn't on there that I'll probably like run through real quick. Um, but the ones I'm talking about right now are like my main obsessions. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know what Wentworth is, Wentworth is 10 times better than Orange is a New Black. That's all you need to know. It's another prison show, like, based on a women's prison. But I think it's, like, it's, like, an overseas one. Yeah. I don't know if it's the UK or somewhere in... Yeah. Some type of prison know. where you could bring your kids in. Girl. She tried to get me to watch it at first. And I said, what is this, girl? Like, this is, like, fake. It's, Ain't no way a kid's gonna be growing up in a, in a prison. It starts off really slow, but it gets good. It gets, yeah. so, like, it gets legit like real it gets good and like they fight a lot and it's like really graphic at times and it really makes you scared of prison because the shit that they go through and the shit that they do to each other is terrible like there's a ringleader at all times and then it's just like the they just they hurt each other physically all the time constant drama 
Yeah, but that show was really good, and there was a lesbian like couple in it. But I don't want to ruin it for people. But I mean, that's to be expected in a fucking prison, no? You think they was really gay? Like real life? Real life? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I be thinking like, are you really gay, or are you just gay because you're in here for life, or are you? Just- <laughs> oh, oh, you're talking about legit people in prison. I mean, you know, people make it make it work. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Like what but, else are you going to do if you got life in prison? You're going to create a love interest somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, that one was good. But yeah, I would suggest watching that. If you like fucking Orange is the New Black. I like that when it first started. And then somewhere along, what? I don't even know how many seasons there are. But after like the second one or the third one, I just thought that they were just winging it. That it was just a bullshit storyline. It, it, it was just like... It was kind of like, we're just giving you gay content. And like, we want the gay content, but it's just like, what the fuck is this really? Like, where's where's the seriousness? Where did things get? So I kind of fell off Orange is a New Black. But when I found Wentworth, I was invested. I was like, yes, this is what I want. Um, Another one, we all know the L word. The L word, nothing, nothing over powers over nothing is the l word that's all you need to know yeah we have a whole podcast episode on that so if you haven't listened to it go back i will watch it again and she will hate me for it and i'm not mad that's it ben tina i can't rewatch things too many times huh i can't rewatch things too many times i can if i'm invested in the the yeah but it's like you already know what's gonna happen yeah but it's like you know when you're not getting you don't consume like I don't know I don't know how to explain it I just need it mm-hmm. if I'm not finding something new to be invested in and to like just I'm gonna go back to what I know because I know it's gonna do it I guess yeah see we're different people I just need to be involved in other people's relationship <laughs> and that is my way I'm Bet, we all know Bet and Tina is her uh favorite and that's why I jotted it down. And while I was obsessed with Bet and Tina in the beginning, I think about after the fourth time watching it, I I really got into Dana and um, Alice mm-hmm. and Shane and Carmen. That's really, I mean, I fucked with Shane, but I really only got invested in Shane's relationship when she got with Carmen. <laughs> but Dana and Alice were really my shit. Would be the besties, huh? And then lastly is Lena and Steph from the Fosters. Love, 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 love the Fosters. Honestly, it was the most wholesome show I had ever watched. Mm-hmm. And realistic in, in so many ways. And I want to say like up to par. Kind of like how Grey's Anatomy is. It's like with the times. Yeah. Um. So, and that's... I expect that from like a ABC family show, you know, they're always Mm -hmm. introducing things and like, I don't know, bringing to light a lot of family situations. Mm -hmm. So the Fosters was really that and more because it was like, wow, two moms and they were doing the damn thing. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty long, but it's on Hulu. I haven't finished watching it yet. Mm-hmm. I think it's still on Netflix too, though. Oh, okay. So it's basically just two lesbian moms that um 
end up fostering children and then they adopt the children that they foster and it just becomes you know seasons long of (laughs) all the fuckery teenage children do but it does show a lot of their love not only as parents but as like partners Mm -hmm. so yeah that one's a good one that's a really good watch for sure that's it for all my lesbian couple obsessions cute tv lesbian couples but i'm gonna give you a quick rundown of some of the ones that i that weren't listed on the link that will be Mm -hmm. on this episode description um and i didn't realize that there were so many they're not like you know solely about these queer um like couples but it, it has a good majority of it uh first one is atypical that's on netflix heartstopper that's on netflix that one's really cute. Uh, Elite, that's on Netflix. We watched that. That shit was fire. Um, Tales of the City, that was good. That's on Netflix. Uh, Pose, absolutely love. That's on Netflix and Hulu and FX, right? Yeah. I think so. I'm sorry. I'm not sure. Uh, Heartbreak High is on Netflix. Charmed, the new, like, like a reboot. Oh, okay. Um. First Kill is on Netflix. Jane the Virgin, that's on Netflix. Grey's Anatomy, that's on Netflix. Station 19, I don't think that that's on Netflix, but it might be on Hulu or Amazon Prime. Lost Girl, that shit was fire, but that's not on Netflix anymore, so I'm not sure where that's at. Um, Some of the ones I already talked about, Glee, South of Nowhere, Degrassi, A League of Their Own, that's a miniseries that's on Hulu. The Fosters, uh, Faking It, I think that's on Hulu. I know it was an MTV show. Crush, that's on Hulu. Vida is on Hulu. And there's so many more, but that's it. That's all I got written down. So these are shows that just like highlight queer couples, but they're not queer focused. Yeah. Yeah. So... If you start watching and you're like, where's the some, gay shit? You got to no, wait. No, some of them are queer focused. Like Heartstoppers was queer focused. Yeah, that one's for, for elite, sure. Elite highlights queer. Um, a lot it's of not like, queer. Actually, Elite is pretty. A lot of gay. Yeah. Not lesbian, but yeah, a lot of gay, yeah. gay couples on that. Mm-hmm. So some of them highlight like the queer couple, mm-hmm. but a good majority of them also is based around yeah queer culture and community yeah but that's it that's all i got for my so i want to give a shout out to this current movie that's in the theaters right now i hope i'm saying it right but the movie is called aristotle is that how you say the name aristotle yeah aristotle and dante discover the secrets of the universe um so this is based off a novel and pretty much it's about these Two Mexican-American teenagers um, who explore their friendship while struggling with racial and ethnic identity, sexuality, and family relationships in 1987 in El Paso, Texas. So it is a very much queer movie about the two guys. And I feel like a lot of people aren't really talking about it. So if it's in a theater near you, I recommend going watching it. We haven't done so yet. But our friends went to go watch it and they said that they cried. So it's Mm. a cute movie. Yeah. 
I mm-hmm. hadn't heard of it prior to us talking about it, mm-hmm. but we're gonna go see it. Yeah, I love anything like, like you said, any like queer focused. Yeah, because it's just like there was a time where it wasn't right. And some of the shows that I mentioned that were a little older, like The L Word or um, South of Nowhere, they were on specific channels. It's always you know, like that. it's it's like specific adult channels or channels that needed yeah. a subscription mm-hmm. you know showtime uh, mm-hmm. the l word was on showtime who the hell was paying for showtime that's the thing i'm telling you my parents was not paying for that right we, we, i feel like we had the basic channels exactly. first of all we had disney channel mm-hmm. you were lucky the, if you even had that on a basic channel right the cartoon network mm-hmm. nick at night or whatever the fuck it was <laughs> yeah um like vh1 mtv things like that but i feel like i grew up either watching novelas mm-hmm. or watching disney channel yeah yeah, so it was very, uh, it makes sense. And they, what the fuck did they have on the Disney Channel or Cartoon Network or Nick at Night that was queer? Nothing. Yeah. Absolutely not a single thing. Wasn't it said that, like, <laughs> I don't know that that's legit. What? But the, like, SpongeBob was was a little putty fruity. He really was. I mean, he's a little inappropriate at times. Like he be- I didn't know until later either. It's like. So that shit on like Cartoon Networks, like ad- obviously Adult Swim. Oh, okay, that's yeah, like, no, I know that. But like certain one of them were just like not, yeah, really child appropriate. Yeah, they weren't. No wonder we were shit bags. <laughs> so no. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's go watch it on a Tuesday. So we can we're say- gonna go see it and support it. Show love. Um, how you say that? share it mm-hmm. all the above yeah because you know it's not naturally gonna go viral like barbie of course not no like it's literally a movie about so two people, mexican gay boys i'm about to say i'm sure there's people who are listening to us right now and didn't even know what it was no they probably didn't even yeah. To, yeah of course not it's like crazy how many movies and shows that are actually yeah. out that we know nothing about. And the reason why we haven't seen it yet is because they don't have as many showtimes available as other movies. And they only show it in certain locations. I'm like, what in the fucking world? It's a movie. It should be shown like every other movie and mm-hmm. give me multiple times that are after work hours. Yeah. Shit pissing me off. But yeah. Um, all right. So let's play a little card game before we get into the family meeting. Or did you have any other people you wanted to highlight? Um, no, I think I'm, I'm gayed out <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my obsession. We gave you a bunch of shows that you could watch. So if you don't know what to watch, please watch at least one of them. Yeah, get into it. Get into it. All right. So, Other than watching us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the card game that we're going to play right now, it is called, all right. So there's two of them. The first one it's called Open Up Game, Let's Get Naked, 100 Questions, a tool that sparks meaningful conversations about sex and intimacy. <laughs> I feel like we talk a lot about card games and we love just trying out new card games. So I was so excited about this one because I feel like sometimes you don't talk about certain things with your partner because it just you don't know how to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Like, and then if you do ask them randomly, they're like, why are you asking me that randomly? And then it's like kind of weird. And I feel like there's been times where me and you are just sitting and we're like at dinner and I'm like, 
we talked we're like there's nothing to talk about literally i'm like i've told you about my whole day or we were already together all day yeah so i feel like having these it brings up more meaningful conversation yeah but like is that the one you want to do you sure um i'm gonna pick a an appropriate one okay but I'm gonna pick one from oh, this one, okay, from okay. this deck, and then you can pick. I mean, one from you that know, I'm mad, but... I know you don't. <laughs> All right, let me pick a card. What is the hottest sex scene you've watched, and what did you like about it? Oof! What is the hottest sex scene that I have ever watched? I'm gonna guess it's probably from the L word. Mm-hmm. But which one? And I've seen like a lot of sex scenes and sometimes i feel like they're like eek yeah 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 awkward like i don't cringy not awkward it's like mm-hmm. some people could be really cringy um i feel like you can answer this i can't because there's just so many sex scenes on the l word yeah but you don't have like your favorite uh oh i, I do have a favorite oh tell me <laughs> Gigi and danny they didn't oh, they you're have talking about the new one. The new generation. Girl, you could have said that a long time ago. Yeah. Gigi and Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was, a, honestly, their sex scene was a lot better than Gigi and Beth's sex scene. Them bitches were fighting. Fighting so to be tragic. top. Like, yeah. whoa. This just got real broke back melon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I could go all day. I think I had a couple that weren't cringy, but. Dana and Alice was pretty good. I feel like there's a better one, and I just can't think about it. I don't know, but if y'all have, you know, some sex scenes y'all want to share that was your favorite, please do in the comments. Yes, please. Let us know. I'm liking all them Jones. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so I'm picking one now. Yeah. So this other card um, box, that one, I guess, is more sexual, and this one's, like, a little soft. Pillow talk, you know? PG-13, I guess. Mm-mm. No? I think these are questions that you could just talk about with your partner. Yeah. Not related. More PG. To- yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, what baggage do you carry from previous relationships? I think these are good questions. Um, What baggage do I carry from previous relationships? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Miss Perfection. I think um, I have such a poor experience sometimes when it comes to relationships, like not the healthiest relationships like we've talked about before, Mm -hmm. which is why I feel like I came into this relationship with like strict boundaries and like strict like non-negotiables, I would say. And, like, I feel like even for people who listen to me at times, they might feel like that was, like, a little too much. Or, like, I don't know. I think it's because of previous experiences. Like, it's, like, unfortunately, and I was telling this to Jojo earlier, like, there's things that I've said on here that I truly cannot go into detail because I'm not going to put my, like, the people that I've dated's business out there. Mm -hmm. It's not right, right? And if you guys only knew, then then you would understand like, oh, okay, this is why this is why she has set these fucking boundaries, because it's like people have done shit that is just like inappropriate things that are just like absurd. And 
that's what like really made me go into therapy before because I was like, what is going on? And then in therapy, that's where I learned that like basically I had no boundaries with previous partners and that I had to set them. And I also didn't have boundaries with work, didn't have boundaries in my family. Like I really was kind of like a people pleaser and just always trying to like be like, I don't I don't know, just be everything for everyone and just like I don't know, take a lot of shit, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah. Good job. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the family meeting. Um, I'm actually going to read a question that was DM to us. And how you call it? We don't usually do that because we have like a whole list of questions from our Google form. But I thought that this one was good. So let's just let's just read it. Right. Love you guys so much. We love you too. You both have given me a better understanding of so much. I have a question for you both. I've been married for almost two years to my wife. Um, a couple months ago, she met a friend who is gay and they started to hang out at least three to four times a week, going out, dancing, drinking, etc. And I was not allowed to go. She needed space and I had feelings that something wasn't adding up. Sally, I looked through her phone and they had a lot of words like, I miss you and it's only been a couple hours since we've seen each other. I love you, etc. This was on Snapchat. Now on TikTok, they would send each other intimate clips of words of feelings towards each other. I called out my wife on it, letting her know that this is emotionally cheating and she denied it. She has over time come around again and has not hung out with her friend as much, but they're still friends. What are your thoughts and how do I go about it? What are your thoughts on that? I I find it weird. Okay, well, first of all, there's like so many things. Like, I find it weird when people make new friends and then like your partner is not allowed to like be around them. Why? I've never met this person before. I feel like I should be included, like, at least once. Like, okay, you want to hang out with your friends and stuff? Cool. But, like, if you're not including me, I'm automatically thinking that something's fishy about it. Or, like, I don't know. It's just, like, that That would have been the first red flag for me. I was about to say, it's definitely raising a red flag. Right. And then you always chilling and talking to this person, and it's, like, Obviously, it's not right that she went through her phone, but if she didn't, then she wouldn't have known that they were obviously, like, liking each other not a little bit too much. Snapchat. I don't even have Snapchat, but Snapchat is just bad news, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, and even on TikTok, like, there was, they were communicating through so many different platforms, you know? I, it's just not right, especially if you're married to somebody. Yeah. I think emotional cheating sometimes could be worse than like physical physical cheating. Because then it makes you question not your physical traits, but like your mentality and like who you are as a person and like you really start to second guess your whole personality. Yeah. Like, you know, I feel like when it's physical, it's always like, oh well. She just wanted some booty. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, what were you doing if you were in this situation? I don't know. I'd be butthurt for sure. <laughs> you have a right to feel the way that you feel. 
seeing shit like that. And there's nothing worse than going into somebody's phone and seeing shit that you oh, really Lord. just hoping that you were wrong, that you would not see. Mm-hmm. And like people will sit here and bitch and bullshit about how, oh, that's like invasion of privacy. Why would you go through my phone? But it's like, you're so like, you can tell when your partner is not there. Mm-hmm. You can tell when they're not present and when their energy and attention is reverted to someone or something else. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it, you can tell a fucking difference. You can. And for people to be like, oh, well, you know, I, I wasn't doing nothing. Like, mm-hmm. mm, but you were. And it's right. like, you're that's you not being aware of yourself yeah. now. And that shit just pisses you off. Yeah, it's like, don't fucking when make you me have, sound like I'm the Lulu. Right. <laughs> when you have a clue and they're just out here just fucking being, like, dumb, denying shit. Like, it's mm-hmm. like... And then they Ugh. get reckless and just start thinking they can get away with anything because they think you don't know shit. I yeah. don't know. You would think we're speaking from experience, but I wouldn't know. I mean, we are, <laughs> but not with each other, just with other yeah, people, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I hope everything works out for you. Yeah. All right. Next one. It says, my girlfriend is still married to her ex after a five-year relationship. We've been together for five years now. She told me she'd get divorced as soon as possible in the beginning of our relationship. But it's been five years now. I'm ready for the next step in our relationship. But her not getting a divorce from her ex is putting or putting in the work towards that is an issue. She cheated on me with her in the beginning of our relationship. So it's always haunting me now. The betrayal, the betrayal and the what ifs. Hold on. Yeah, the betrayal and the what ifs. I talked to her about this so many times and we ended up fighting and not talking. She's my first serious relationship and I really want to try it, but I don't know if I'm wasting my time here. This is why I be saying that some exes should be out of the picture. Because <laughs> it's just like, get the damn divorce already. What What are we? What are you waiting for? Five right. years? You're, you're stalling. I don't... I don't know, and we all know much about fucking marriage and divorce, it takes but a it while, always I know seems that. like people, yeah, like divorces, like getting married is the easiest thing. Divorce is the hardest thing. And it's like, why? And nobody talks about it. Yeah. Like why? <laughs> you know? And I've, I've read a couple things on marriage recently and I, there's actually, damn, I wish I could look it up I re- wow. if I remember the dude's name. But there's like this divorce lawyer yeah, I that I was watching on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just talking about the whole process and stuff. And he was like, you know, it's easy for people to get married because they want, you know, this whole happy ending or what, whatever, because they think love is enough. But it's like a lot of things go into partnership. And that's where marriage, like takes a shit you know because mm-hmm. people are just gassed up on this idea of love and not realizing that all these other things have to go into that relationship to yeah. carry it if you want longevity mm-hmm. um but then he says like so many people actually don't even get divorced they just separate and how are you supposed to move forward in like other relationships if you are not i divorced? mean essentially you can move forward in other relationships you just can't, can't get, get married, married. Yeah. 
<laughs> Which can be, I think, in a sense, it can be a little selfish. If you know that you don't want to get married again or you know that you are not officially divorced yeah, and you're entertaining a relationship with someone who does see marriage in their future mm-hmm. and you know like you're either not going to be able to provide that or unsure of if that divorce will actually happen. You, you know, mm-hmm. if you eventually want to get remarried, fine. That's what you want to do. But just it's just that that leading game mm-hmm. of like, oh, well, if I don't want a relationship, why am I leading you on? Why am yeah. I still entertaining you? So if like you don't want marriage again, then why pursue a relationship with someone who sees marriage in their future with you? Yeah. And like, why is it taking so long too? like you're definitely not putting in the work to get this divorce? Why yeah, is that? I don't know what that divorce process is like, but I'm always like, why does it take so long? It doesn't take five years, though. No. I know in certain places, I don't know if that's here, but they they provide, I mean, not they provide, they, I guess, make you go through like a cool off period. You have to be separated for a certain amount of time before actually filing like for divorce. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know what, if that's, um, how you say it? If that's based off of certain states, like the time frame to actually get divorced. But then I also hear that it's super expensive. Nobody talks about it. I need somebody somebody who's been divorced to come on the podcast. Tell me about your experience. (laughs) Because I just feel like, not that we're bashing marriage or any way, but it's just like people glorify it, but Mm -hmm. don't tell you about the bad things. For example, like... A perfect example of that is like start your own business. Everybody start their own business. Be your own CEO. Do you know how much work goes into that and the and the taxes and the things that you have to like do on the back end side? It's not just starting your own business and starting an LLC and doing all these things. There's literally so much to it. And you have to like You don't just end up with a Forge 500 company or whatever. Right. And it's like just because you sold a hundred thousand dollars in products doesn't mean you get to keep that money. That like, should look good on paper. Yeah, it's like it's not for everybody. It's not the CEO life is not for everybody. Um, but yeah, there's just there's a lot of things that obviously go into it and we're not experts in it. But I would say to this person to like you really gotta have a sit down conversation with this person mm-hmm. and and ask them like, do you see yourself getting married in the future? Like what, what are we really doing? Yeah, like? what why is it taking so long? Is there something that you're not telling me? Like, are you trying to get back with them? Like it's like Really got to have a sit-down conversation. Five years is a very long time. Like, I don't even know how, like, you could... Can you do couples therapy with someone who's married? Like, I I truly don't know the, the ins and outs of it. But it's like, yeah, it's just... It's a barrier right now. And it needs to... It needs to be resolved. I wish you luck with that. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. Deuce, deuce, mother goose. Bye.